0: Talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you, was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. <laughs> With the mother shows. This is the best one. Your sister and your brother
1: knows. We talking shop. We talking shop. We talking shit, baby. We talking shop. We talking shop. We talking shit, baby. We talking shop. We talking shop. We talking shit, baby. We talking
0: shop. We talking shop. We talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop. Episode 110. I'm your host, Bobby Hall. And with me. And legitimately with me. For real this time. In the same room, after 109 episodes, two years of recording, almost to the day, actually. We probably should have checked in on that. I think we're pretty damn close. But 23rd, I believe. The DILF's here. He's in the house. He's in my new house, in the basement, in the cave, recording with me for 110. Dylan The Savage, d It's good to see you. It's been a long time. How you feeling?
1: feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. What a way to kind of like christen in the new crib, the new, uh, the man cave, if you will, is a live TSP recording in person. Like you said, after 109 episodes, it only took 109 episodes, but hey man, after being like 900 plus miles away when we started this thing, like you said, it's coming up on the two year anniversary of TSP. Uh, like I think, I, th- I think it's the 23rd, or 21st that the first episode came out in what, 2018, uh, or 2019. And, uh yeah it's what a ride it's been. first episode in person. it's gonna be a do we've got a lot to catch up on.
0: yeah, we've been on yet another break, which I think um unless we get hit with some kind of unforeseen circumstances or some kind of catastrophic event, we're done with the breaks you know we we kind of uh we went pretty long between season three and four, and then we kind of started getting into the groove of things and got probably about eight episodes in. And then your boy bought a house. And uh, you know, I needed that uh those times on the weekends and I I needed every bit of it to uh clean up out of the old house, bring all our shit in the new house and we still got some unpacking and stuff to do, still a couple things put together, but I'd say we got uh got this place probably about I don't know, eighty five, ninety percent, you know, there. Um but uh yeah, we're back and we're gonna be rolling. So uh, we, you know, we've already We've already talked to some some potential guests, and uh, it's looking like, hopefully I'll get a, an actual confirmation, but um, our, our good buddy, uh, basically the, the third host of TSP, um, Jody Mack, Joe the Greek, should be coming on with us next week, and that'll be fun to uh, do some catching up with him. Uh, he already asked what we'll be calling the episode, and I told him, it's gonna be, you know, it was Joe Tober, Joe-vember, and now we're gonna be in the month of Joan. So and obviously <laughs> next next month will be, you know, July. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna keep that rolling. But that'll be fun. Um it's been a little bit since uh, I've got to catch up with him. I just I've been busy as shit, so um, weekdays are a blur. That that too. I I mean work right now like we're short handed, just like everywhere else i've never it's it's you go down the road anywhere anymore you will see an a, a now hiring sign help wanted sign um all that shit you know epic, accepting application sign i would say at 95% of of businesses big and small right now which is pretty nuts but um yeah we're we're feeling it you know at my job and obviously even in the summertime even when we're full staffed it's already busy as shit so people don't want to work been, man. Uh, we've been uh we've been getting hit so that's uh that's going on so yeah weekdays are a blur and then come you know the weekend obviously two days 48 hours i mean that shit just zips on by too so it's just obviously boom we're in the middle of june halfway through 2021 already which is just fucking nutty but uh yeah um
1: Wild times, man. Wild times. And we're feeling it over here at my job, too. Like, we just hired people. uh, We still need more people after hiring those people, but those people are quitting because they just don't want to work. They, like, I don't understand that, like, for instance, a driver. A driver is also going to be forklifting from time to time, and then if they're just like, I don't want to forklift, it's like, that's just part of the job, man. It was in the job description, and, like, they're paying, like, hands-down benefits out their ass to, like, get people to, like, apply, like, for drivers right now, I think it's, like, up to $10,000 sign-on bonus with, like, you get full benefits, medical coverage, everything from day one. There's no, like, like period, waiting period or anything like that, and these people are just quitting, um, and, and the rule of thumb is you have to pay back every penny of that bonus that you receive um, when you sign on if you don't stay after, I think, it's a year. I mean, these people are, like, quitting after a month, maybe two. And I don't, I don't get it, man. It's just, people just don't want to work. This, it's been lazy. And it's also coming down to, like, because people haven't been out. You see it all over the sports with audiences being back, fans being back. Uh, people just don't know how to act in public. You see a lot more people uh, antagonizing athletes, uh, which is all fun and games. But it's like when you start throwing shit at them, that's when it's not cool. It's like, come on now. They're not fucking zoo animals. And uh, I, I just, I think people just need to wise up and, Understand how to act out in public and just be decent people and humans.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, you know, we we got a lot of shit. We got a jam pack into this episode. One ten, a lot of stuff to get into. Obviously, oh yeah, oh, yeah. um, Tennessee you know, trip. Some yeah, you got a big, you got a big trip. I had you know, I had a about a month, month long, five weeks of uh, you know of moving and, and mm-hmm. cleaning all all that good shit, and then um, I've got I got fuckos. Of the week, um, they're all one company, but obviously, yeah, it, we'll have well have some fuckos of the week, and then we'll get into a few other things. Um, Major announcement, groundbreaking yes, for TSP, which we'll we'll drop that here in a second. But I quick, I just wanted to shout out, um, you know, and, and he's one of the people that helped us get to uh, this gigantic, uh, you know, milestone of the show, and uh, that is, I just wanted to shout out a uh, friend of the show, former guest uh, Frankie Sosita. He just started his own uh, Twitch channel, uh, Pancho Sauce, and nice. most of the time when I've watched, uh, I think he does um, maybe Splinter Cell. I could be wrong on that, but I know for sure ninety percent of the time he streams the uh, the um, Grand Theft Auto RP, where uh, you know he he um, goes around. He's actually a uh, mechanic, and um, you know he'll, he'll be in there, and he's a you know part of a squad and they'll fix people's cars and sh- like it's a whole other world in there and it looks pretty fucking fun. I've talked about it a few times on the show. Um it's a, a modded version of Grand Theft Auto and uh you basically it's like um almost like the Sims but it's like in in a GTA world. So it's it's pretty oh, fun awesome. to to watch. I'm sure it's even more fun to uh, even be able to play. So it makes me want to get a PC and and uh you know kind of join up and and get to do that kind of shit but i wanted to shout that out um he's been a big time supporter and, and um you know helped helped uh you know boost up some numbers back when he was on with us um and, and always doing some, some awesome shit and uh we were talking last night and he just uh he's just talking us up and um you know i told him i, I when we record i was gonna shout out the channel and uh hopefully we'll get some of you guys to go check him out it's really really good uh really good shit it's pretty uh pretty awesome to watch, but again, that's that's Poncho Sau- Sauce, uh, Pancho Sauce, P A N C H O Sauce on uh, Twitch. Go check them out, and then as always, just like we do with Young and Breaks, just make sure you tell them that TSP sent you. But uh, Dylan, like you said, we uh, we hit a huge milestone. Um, we got we we made a humongous announcement earlier in the week, but for those that somehow were living under a rock.
1: Um, why don't you go ahead and tell them what, what exactly that is? That news exactly will be that TSB now has an official sponsor, and that's going to be Anchor. Uh, that's our distributor or publisher that we use as far as our talking shop platform, our podcast platform. Helps us get our podcast to you, the listeners, on whichever platform you've been listening on. That's Anchor. Uh, that You're also going to be hearing some ads on the beginning of these episodes now that we're a partner with them. Uh, it's fun, exciting times. Uh it's kinda like I was talking to Bobby pre-production. Um, that it's kind of like, you know, when you're working out and you you see the results in the mirror, it gives you the motivation to to keep working out and, and to get better. And that's what this is right here. It's just kind of like um you know, seeing the results in the mirror. you getting that sponsor, all the hard work, all the, the time been putting in, uh doing this podcast. Uh, it helps us out. As far as uh, getting a better product out there for you, the listener, as well, and just makes it more fun for me and Bobby when we get to uh, have this experience with a partnership and a sponsor, and hopefully there's just more to come as TSP keeps chugging along.
0: Absolutely, this is pretty fucking awesome. Very exciting, and you know, like Dylan said, it's just gonna make the show better. Uh, Nothing that we get, you know, you know, uh, monetary from uh, this partnership with anchor is going to go in any air pockets just going to turn around and go right back into the show um you know we're always striving to get you know better as far as equipment and just sound and stuff like that so obviously um this will help put us towards that and um we wouldn't be here without any of you guys the ones that are listening you guys that share the shows every week, engage with us and the guests, every single guest we've had, you've brought, you know, different audiences, different ears to the shows and, um, have, uh, you know, made us better podcasters with good, you know, conversation. And the fact that we've had people anywhere from friends of ours to, um, people that, uh, you know, are, uh, You know, writers, sports writers, you know, actually playing sports professionally, um, broadcasting it, being on the news, um, people that are are running their own businesses. You know, you you guys have heard it all, but um, that helps us big time. And that's that's kind of been uh, the foundation and the bricks, as we like to say, to help uh, build this up to where we are right now. So we appreciate it. And um, just keep keep doing it. Just keep listening and um hopefully we can get some more you to, to to share and um you know likes and all that stuff cuz the the engagement um the analytics on that that's that's the stuff that people like anchor and other companies they want to see that kind of shit so if if that stuff starts going up for us then the whole show itself is about to go up and then who sir, knows who knows where we go from there
1: Yes sir um, I I mean goosebumps man goosebumps just thinking about it um and and what a time to bring this up because TSP, thanks to you guys, the listeners. We've now officially hit 11K, 11,000 total streams on this platform of TSP. Thank you, the listeners. Um, And just what a a time, what a period right now for uh, TSP. Coming back from the break, we have a lot to catch up on. Tennessee trip, moving experiences, um, sponsorships as we're coming back in. Uh, Thanks everyone who's been part of this. Uh, Hollywood Sav, Hester. Um, thank you guys so much for being a part of this as well. And, uh, you know, we have other big news in the works, but just to get more details on that, it's very, very, very early in the stages of, uh, kind of brainstorming on some big things to come partnering up with other podcasts, possibly and blogs and such coming forward. So exciting times.
0: Yeah. And that's a good segue into, uh, this whole Tennessee trip, man. Um, we, we already kind of got a little bit in the moving stuff and, and I can, I'm um, going a little more detail on that, and that that'll segue into fuckos of the week and shit too. But uh, I'm excited to hear about this trip. Also, we we briefly talked about it, but uh, myself, like all the listeners, um, you know, I'm gonna be hearing a lot of this stuff for the first time, man. So have at it.
1: Yeah, it was it was a fun experience, and I, I was very wishy washy about the whole uh, like Tennessee Nashville. Like I'll be honest, like I had no input on any far any part of this like vacation. That's of my own doing. That I'm not slashing anyone that was part of the trip or anything like that whatsoever. That's off have my own doing because I'm very just like kind of go with the flow type of personality and person. Like I'm going to have a good time. I'm with the people I love to be around. Um, it's going to be a good time wherever we're at. Um, so it's just good to get out. And, and the biggest part was that just like you kind of like get to hit the stop button on being a parent for a week. And I think that was the biggest aspect of this, especially for just me and Jen. Um, we can like had no break especially being in florida and having no family down there to help with the girls had two girls raising them on our own um still had full-time jobs opposite schedules and it was rough and took a toll on us so this was like our very first vacation as like we've been together for almost five years now coming up um in november and you know we don't get to date often so this was good to get out and we are just very stoked that we got to go to nashville not a big country guy but I've, I kind of grew In an appreciation A new appreciation For country music um, And I kind of Can get a little bit Deeper into that As well When we ever talk About music again But I'm finding out That you know All genres of music Are good they have, Or have their good songs I should say I can pick out Good country music That I like I don't like it all I mean there's some Sappy ones I don't like But every genre of music Have their sappy songs There's some R&B songs That I don't like And you know Rock songs I don't like And etc I mean the list goes on But I digress. Back to Tennessee, great experience. I got the drunkest I've ever got in a long ass time, and that led to sharing a toilet bowl with Ian's girl Bailey. Um, at the end of that night, we actually went al- alternating. I-, I shit you not, alternating, Bobby, um, puking into this toilet. Uh, it was like <laughs> it was like blacksmith work on a sword, like when they like alternate the hammer like ding 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 it was just like that man it was like puking puking and she got done first and then she was trying to encourage me and she's like just use your fingers just get it out quicker and I'm like no I'm all natural baby and I'm just like just vomiting back and forth and it's just like it's not so much that the drinks got to me because I think I found my drink too. You know, I'm a liquor guy at heart, no doubt about it. I have not found my beer. I know one of our guests said that there's a beer for everyone out there, but I'm just, you know, not sure about that yet. Liquor, though, I really like the Vodka Red Bulls because it's a perfect drink to get you turned and keep you up and wired at the same time. Because a lot of people can drink, but they get tired when they drink, and that's an issue. I don't want it to get tired, especially when it's early, first stop of the night um, on our bar hopping trips. Get the vodka Red Bull going, okay, if that's what you're going to be doing. And then splash in a couple Jack and Cokes, because I love Jack and Cokes as well, and most bars make them a little too strong, and that's okay. More bang for your buck if you ask me. Yeah, You don't have to get as many drinks, but yeah, it was a great time uh, to get out, um, get away for the kid, from the kids or being a parent and that responsibility, uh, focusing on the relationship and us and... Uh, you know seeing beautiful sights we went hiking as well first time actually going hiking in nature and uh, great spot actually a lot of uh, trails out there in Nashville um got in our, our spot was actually pretty nice they they sold it as a riverfront it wasn't really a riverfront cuz the trees were blocking the river from the window and we were on the other side of the building anyways towards the street facing the city which was pretty cool cuz we we're right by Nissan stadium um and we could just walk downtown uh, they have some good stuff, man. Some good stuff. I had this great turkey burger. Yeah,
0: let's get the reviews going, baby.
1: Yeah, I had this great turkey burger. Um, and I I want to say that it was like I forgot what was the name of the shop. It was it was it was part of this strip outside strip mall, and uh, little tiny spot there in between stores. But they had these turkey burgers that were just like usually when you have a burger, man, it's like you feel a little bit heavy afterwards, a little bloated this was perfect man I felt light I felt light after this burger there was like no grease it was but it was it wasn't dry at all and it was it was fantastic. It was a great turkey burger to enjoy the rest of my day and walk around not feeling heavy uh, not getting the meat sweats or anything like that from a burger um, It was a great time it was a great time There was a couple places we got to miss out on like they had this uh, milkshake place that uh, it was just extravagant. Milkshakes. They had, like, fucking full-size candy bars at the top of them, sprinkles, lollipops. It was fucking, you know, the whole works. The whole works. Uh, It was incredible, but we didn't get to go, um, unfortunately, because the wait time for just getting into the milkshake place was an hour. Like, I'm not waiting an hour for a milkshake that's already $15 for the fucking milkshake in itself. So I just ended up going down, or we didn't end up going down because we stayed in that night, but they ended up going down to uh, a different just, like, run in the mill neighborhood ice cream place that was probably the same fucking thing. Get your get your ice cream taste satisfied and uh, spend like about half the half the money. But drive wasn't bad. Only about five hours, five and a half from where we live, so it's like it's really not that bad whatsoever. Uh, it was it was a great time, man, and I, I hope to do it again because as you would imagine, there's just no way to experience the whole trip oh uh, the whole Nashville experience in one trip and well, I think we we're there for like five days.
0: That's what's up, man. It looked like a lot of fun and uh I, I've heard from a couple of uh friends that, that Nashville's a pretty pretty fun place. Oh I, yeah. I'd also like to check out Memphis sometime. I heard that's where the good barbecue's at and uh I gotta I gotta find out. But um that's great. And the fact that you're able to go with friends and then they were able to bring their ladies too. And it was a whole thing Uh, that always makes it a lot better as well. But that goes into what I wanted to bring up next, which you brought to my attention um, last week sometime about some of the talks that you had had with Ian, um, former guest, friend of show. And then um, another former guest, friend of show, uh, Todd, Todd Kitzler
1: of half baked takes.
0: Yeah, shout those guys out. What up, Chuck? Um, they're they're back rolling. Seems like they're uh, they're starting to figure things out, and uh, hopefully we'll start getting some episodes out every week. Um, I'm always listening, so I enjoy uh, what they got going on, and I'm I'm very glad they're back. But um, yeah, you guys had some some chats and stuff, and Ian had a pretty good idea that uh, you know I'd love to hear some more of. So I'm gonna have to we'll have to try to hop on some kind of group call or group FaceTime or some shit and get more in-depth about it. But um, why don't you kind of share some of what uh, you guys talked about?
1: Yeah, so I unfortunately missed a little uh, FaceTime chat because I was busy with the girls, kind of putting them down. It was around that 8 o'clock hour, and it's just they get up early, so that's about the time they're going to bed. And they got a little bit more discussion, probably more details I got get filled on. But basically what I know And what this kind of turns out to be is like if you would imagine in a big scheme or a big uh, way of thinking about it, it's like a barstool sports. How they have like one big umbrella, okay? And I believe we have the name. It's going to be the BWP Network for this, and it's going to be one big umbrella, and it's going to be under multiple podcasts. So nothing is going to change with TSP or halfback or halfback half baked takes. And nothing's going to change. there would be they're still our own identity and do their own thing, but they're joining under one umbrella to where, like, since we don't talk politics, maybe there's someone that's listening right now that wish we did talk a little bit more politics. So, with that, you can go to this, I guess, this page on the internet, and it would be categorized as far as there's a politics tab a category, and then you can find all these podcasts or episodes or talking points, blogs, anything like that that are based around that politic or politics in general. Uh, There's going to be sports categories where you can put blogs and videos and takes and everything like that will be right there. Um, And there's going to be branch offs where possibly like if you, Bobby, wanted to go record something with Ian and have like your own podcast and make it a whole brand new different separate thing, and that's where you're about politics, if you ever had any politics you want to talk about on Get Off Your Chest, you would have like a politics podcast with. Uh, Ian, just like you know how like big cats, he he's he's on multiple different podcasts for Barstool Sports, but his main one would be like with uh, pardon my Ta- pardon my uh, what is it? Pardon my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of like that. So it would be interesting. Like I said, it's very very early in the stages, and it's it's more of an idea and aspiration of uh, thought than anything else right now. But it's in the works. I'm excited to see where it would go, and uh, and interesting because it if it only helps everyone involved it's uh promoting all e- each other and getting more listeners and uh, more people interested in what we have to say.
0: I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in, so hopefully uh we can make that a reality and and talk some more about it and how we're going to go about doing it. Um BWP. What's that stand for? Because we're poor. Okay.
1: And that was an old thing that Ian had back. It was actually is funny that it was uh back in uh junior high days. I forgot what grade it was when I when I teamed up with them on a song. I did a song with them. I it was my like my first, you know, coming out party as D Lo and uh I did a cover uh called Douchebags and basically what they did was kinda like weird owl style where it's like they take background sounds or the music from like a popular song and then they rewrite their own lyrics to those. And uh basically, you know, I did I did a douchebag song over if I Was Your Boyfriend by Justin Bieber, or Boyfriend, I think it's boy, just the song Boyfriend, but we can you remember it. any of that? I mean, I could probably pull it up and play it, um, and I can add it to this. Maybe eventually, kind of like play it right now in the background as we're talking. But I have to do that in post production. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you you can hear it in the background as we're as we're talking. Just we'll, we'll put it that way. I hope, I hope, I hope you do that. Don't forget, man and you know what maybe we can even close the podcast episode out with that song how about that we'll we'll just do that
0: okay
1: but yeah man Uh, great times great times because that's also where this uh, whole idea of the BWP network manifested was on that hike in Tennessee Uh, or at least that's where it was brought to my attention Um, so that just made the trip that much sweeter because it it's kind of like a business trip now in a sense of like, you know, we'll see where this goes I'm excited I'm excited uh, for TSP, BWP, and as well as HBT I'm excited for it all Let's see where it goes, man Because it all started with the flush Okay? It all started there Branched off and now we're coming back together Be fun times, man
0: Yeah, baby So, TSP, we're, uh, we're on the move We're making moves and I think joining forces with, uh, you know, these gentlemen here will only help. So I'm into it. And uh, like I said, I hope we can hop on something together, some kind of call or whatever, so I can get a little more uh, information and, and how uh, we roll all this stuff out. But
1: Yeah, and also it's like they, he was also talking to me. It's like he's going to want to form a team eventually where they can like kind of take care of the whole like – marketing aspects taking over the social media aspects so like we would focus on the podcasting and then the others would focus on pushing out that material and so people as much people as possible can listen to that material that'd be their sole purpose of the bwp network would be to help push out all that uh content we create the content they help push out the content what i understand
0: all right let's go yes sir if anyone's out there that's got any kind of ideas or or uh, tips recommendations and how exactly we should go about this uh, as always we're all ears um hit the hit the socials and uh you know talking shot pod and uh, hit us up with that stuff so but uh how,
1: how do you feel about a little bit of round of mill with dill
0: Let's do it. I mean, it's it's been a while, so I mean, we can we can give them, we're gonna give them a you know, a nice uh lengthy ep. You know, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Still gotta get into the move and, and oh, a few yeah. other things. So yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do it up
1: around the middle of Dill. Okay, it, it's gonna be a good one because you know we've been mustering up some things here. Not gonna be a lengthy one, but gonna be a good one. Couple of things I wanna get to is uh, what were your thoughts. Okay, something that happened during our break. What happened? with the Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. I mean, I fell asleep before they started, but I caught the highlights and glad I did fall asleep, actually. Um, It looks like... uh, Looked bad for boxing, in my opinion, as far as as just... It's just more of like a mockery sport now at this point where it's like, hey, you got any kind of money and fame? You kind of want to do like an exhibition and make more money off a pay-per-view and rip off a bunch of people and basically have a pillow fight uh, for clicks and... You know, they both get paid regardless of the outcome. And it just, I mean, it gets eyes on them no matter what. You think Ben Askren's upset and crying right now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's a uh, million dollars richer and completely forgot about now. So it's its completely, it's more of like a mockery. He didn't I, get hit
0: with a pillow though, I'll tell you that. He got knocked the fuck out.
1: I don't know. He was laughing 15. 15- Does anyone
0: know? We were just talking about... Fucking what's his face, uh, Robinson? We don't know if he's awake. Nate Robinson.
1: Oh, I die.
0: I mean, he's he's he also didn't get hit with. He got knocked. He got beat the fuck up.
1: That's all right. I mean, who knows? Who it could have been scripted for all we know. Uh, I I just we'll see. Because <laughs> Jake I mean, Paul,
0: Jake Paul, he's he's the better of the two. He's about sure. to he's
1: about to be getting uh, in a fight with uh, Woodley, isn't, isn't that correct? Yep. That should be... I think Woodley boxed before, so at least he has some kind of experience. Um, I hope I'm rooting for Woodley. Um, he looks the part, at least, to take on Jake and make it a, an even fair fight uh, as opposed to Askren, but who knows? Who knows? I just know that it, it looked like a scam to me. They they hated each other. They, they talked the shit. I even think take the got your hat uh, bullshit was even just... A hype train to get clicks, and that was on flying through the internet for a full week, if not more, that just added more attention to this fight that was just a waste of time for everyone involved because they just basically kissed each other's asses after the fight. It was just gross it was just it was just gross, but anyways, I digress, moving on. We are creatures of habit, Bobby. What is uh your habit, good or bad? is there any habits that you notice noticed that's like that you have' it- eating habit? You have an eating habit? Yeah, that, that not could, a good one. But it would be beneficial. It would be beneficial for uh, your reviews in the restaurant business food asper- expertise. Uh, you are the grill master, according to yourself.
0: Yeah, no one's taking that that title from me.
1: <laughs> but uh, mine would be just an only child syndrome habit. I, th- I tend to talk to myself a lot, Bobby.
0: I think ever I mean, yeah, I do that too. I got a brother.
1: Well, I mean I talk to myself as far like out loud like a full conversation if someone was there
0: okay that's I mean, not a well, full conversation but I mean like as I don't far know as know loud I definitely talk to myself in my head oh yeah yeah, yeah. All day, I think every
1: day. I think that's just nature human nature to do that but there's times yeah I talk out, out loud to myself I think I got I got caught by Jen because she came home early one day I was in the shower and I was just kind of like talked out loud to myself I think, think it's more like thinking out loud than anything else but she's like you talk to yourself like thought it was weird, but I was like, I don't know. never had, like, a sibling or anything, so I kind of, like, you know, talked out loud or thought out loud, I should say, to myself as opposed to, like, more in my head. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we're all creatures of habit. so another one would be, uh, I was getting my hair cut, and the lady was, I guess, just having a conversation with me, and she brought up this weird theory of, what if we were born old, and we got younger as our years went on? And I thought that was an interesting thought if we were born if we were born or I, I don't even know if you'd be born that way but then it would be like it would be, be an awkward situation but you just appeared I guess if that, if that was the way it worked appeared from the ground or a tree or a shack in the middle of nowhere old brittle human got younger as the days went or the years went on
0: so like a Benjamin
1: Button type thing, is that what it is? I believe. I don't know. I mean, I, that's just what the this, the lady cutting my hair was telling me, and I was thought it was interesting. I thought we we probably talked like ten fifteen minutes about that. Honestly, almost the whole haircut <laughs> about like what if you know that'd be kind of weird. I was like, just, how would that work? And I was like, you know, like how would you be born like? Would be like, I guess it'd be the same if you're having kids at a middle age, but I mean, you're only getting younger. You want to have, I guess, kids around the middle of your life, which I guess that wouldn't change. But I mean, you see people that are old right now the way it is, but you'd be like young. wait you waited too long, you'd be like young. But it'd be interesting because your age, say, like, what age would you start at? Would everyone just have like a normal clock of like, you start at 100 years old and you just keep going down, and then once you hit zero, you're done? Or do you just go in the negatives? Or is everyone born with a different start date or start age? <laughs> I gotta
0: meet. The, I gotta meet this this uh, hairstylist.
1: It was she. She was an interesting lady, sweet lady, interesting. Um, but moving on, uh, Will Smith. This one's gonna be about Will Smith. I'm seeing a lot of workout photos and workout videos of Will Smith, and I'm gonna put it down here on TSP right now. Put it in ink, ladies and gentlemen. Take it to the bank, Will Smith. I would say maybe even by the end of this year, if not early next, that he's going to be on the cover of a Men's Health or GQ magazine shirtless in pronto, like no time. He's going to be in immaculate shape. Maybe even the best shape of his life. I can see this whole thing coming. It's a a storm waiting to happen.
0: Maybe. I mean, he had that post, what, like a month or so ago. He looked, I mean, I can't say fat as shit, but for him. That's going to be the comparison uh, photo, too. For what we're used to with Will Smith, he definitely and g- g- low key kind of seems like this is this is all part of something so cuz he's always been somebody that's kept in very good shape so uh I don't really know and it seems like he's always doing something and stays pretty active so it's kind of it was kind of puzzling to see that he let himself go like that but who knows last year uh you know did a number on a lot of people so maybe maybe there's you know something to it but um yeah he's definitely Going to be uh, turning that around here soon. He's, you know, he's got enough money to probably hire the best trainers, nutritionists, chefs, cooks, all nine. All the stuff that uh, you and I can't even fathom. So he'll be, uh, he'll be in tip-top shape very soon, guaranteed. And I you're probably right. As soon as he is, um, and he probably has some of these deals already locked down, he'll definitely be on, on some kind of magazine, 100%. Maybe even like People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive next year. Yeah,
1: 100%. I could see that happening. I don't even know how old. He's just being. his, like, mid-50s? Er, mid, mid 50s?
0: Yeah, probably early to mid at this Somewhere point. I'm around there? Yeah.
1: He's, yeah, he's going to be looking immaculate, I'm sure. Sculpted and sensitive. That's where uh, Fresh Prince is going to be doing here hopefully by year's end. Uh, I was cutting the grass the other day, Bobby, and I was talking to you earlier about when uh, I went to Nashville, I got that appreciation for country music. Not all country music. It's, like, literally I probably counting, like, one hand of the country songs that I uh, would listen to at this point in time in my life uh, but that's completely better than what I was and I was completely turned off from country but you know as you get older and wiser you kind of open your mind and thoughts to different horizons and that's how uh, I try to live you know I, I I do not judge I try to listen and uh, I try to kind of be open to all aspects and all that kind of stuff so I really try to fine tune that and it's important to me to do that as well so um with country, mowing my grass, and you know Luke Combs. I mean, people that don't know country probably know Luke Combs, uh, but he has a couple songs that I listen to, and I was cutting my grass to one of his songs. I think it was like "Beer, Beer Never Broke My Heart," and it has like that nice uh, guitar riff, country swing. And, you know, it's like a, it's a, little, a little head nodder. A little head nodder, man. You, know, you want to put on your cowboy boots, blue jeans, and flannel, and you want to fucking go get a beer right now when playing this song. But I felt a little, little patriotism, a little patriotic and a little American. Man. I felt America. I felt really American cutting my grass. I, I was just missing the ride on. The riding lawnmower really would have just fucking sealed the deal because I would have just had a beverage with me of choice. Riding along and having the AirPods blasting Luke Combs. That's like America, baby.
0: Yeah, you just missing the the Trump flag.
1: The Trump flag? No. I, I, that's... If you like country, you like Trump? I guess that, I mean, like, it's kind of a comparison, I guess, but... Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I am on record, and the government knows it. I'm on record for voting Democrat, so... But. Oh
0: yeah, No, yeah, I, I really don't think that, but you, uh, more often than not, I'll see that, especially around these, these parts, um, the country, the country twangers. Yeah. I mean, they I can they get love that, some, yeah. them, some, some Donnie and, and still think the elections is still going, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, uh, you look into my iTunes, I got maybe half a dozen country songs. Yeah, uh, I, if anything, I I would my my grandma way back in the day used to listen to that shit all the time, so nineties stuff, you know, is alright, but any of this newer shit, it's all
1: it's all junk. Yeah, I mean you have Florida Georgia Line pairing up with Nelly on a couple of songs, which is uh
0: That's not I, but I always always thought when uh, interesting. what the fuck's his name? Um shit. Let's look this bitch up but it, it, I like cuz now he's done a couple of country joints I think um he did it was like the early 2000s um with Tim McGraw I think it was and that shit was pretty alright plus I folk with Tim McGraw he's okay. pretty cool um
1: some say he's a he's a fake Browns fan but
0: no it's that other Fucko, that, Dude, he, what, he was on um, Hard Knocks.
1: Yeah, what was his? I thought that was Tim McGraw. No, that's not Tim
0: McGraw. I don't remember that fucko's name. Brad he, Paisley. He for sure is. He ain't no real
1: Cleveland fan. Brad Paisley. So. That's the name. <clears throat> Fake. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, he's a, he's a real fucko. Yeah, but I'll I'll wrap it up with this one and it may, call me a man who looks at it glass half full or half empty. But. I feel like it's almost impossible. There's people out there that say, live life with no regrets. I think that's impossible to do. Absolutely impossible. I think there's always something you can look back on and be like, I should have done this over this. I mean, that's regretful in a sense, so it's impossible to live life with no regrets. But at the same time, I understand when they're thinking that, they're thinking live life without looking back and live life kind of like moving along with the decisions that you've made, which is probably a good way to go. I mean, like, you can't change what has happened in the past. You are here where you are now, and you can't do anything about that to change where you are now. You can only change the trajectory of where you're going. What are your thoughts with, like, living life with no, no regrets, Bobby? You try to do that?
0: You try to, but I feel like everyone has regrets. Uh, I have plenty of them, you know? Um...
1: What do you do with those? Like, do you call it regrets, or do you call them learning experiences?
0: Some regrets. I regret going to college 100%. That wasn't really a learning experience. No, <laughs> yeah, that same, it was a waste same. of time and money. I, I it was, regret a scam. going to college. Yeah. And uh, I wish that, you know, I could have talked about how there's plenty of opportunities outside of the, that that world to where you can get careers and jobs that pay very well. Um, But instead, they kind of would make you feel like a shitbag if. Uh, um, you th- had thoughts of maybe being a truck driver or a garbage man or, you know, construction and all this other shit. Um, but I don't want to go down a whole thing with that. I-, I digress. But, yeah, I mean, I guess you try to live with no regrets. But there's always just going to come times and moments where, um, you know, decisions that you make. End up biting in the ass or something, and then you'll sit back because obviously hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, you know, look back and I mean, you're like, yeah, I regret doing that. I mean, shit.
1: Yeah, it's just what you do with those mistakes. You just got to learn from them, and uh, because more than likely you're going to be uh, brought to that same kind of scenario, and kind of like choose the right path this time. And sure. I mean, yeah, I kind of regret doing online college, man. That was an absolute waste of money. Like, talk about paying some fucking school to basically teach yourself from a link that they send you via email or something like it was just an absolute terrible time and, and credit score because I refused to pay student loans and once I paid the student loans they ended up waiving the student loans off under $10,000 and I didn't ended up end have to pay it anyway so that was kind of just like a laughable moment too because if I just held out even longer I would have just had that taken care of but you know can't change those things you just got to yeah. worry about and those now. are
0: what I, you know, those are like long term, you know, regret. Yeah. You know, yeah. Is when you realize that. But, you know, you're, you're especially you and I, our cocks for sure have had produced many moments where you have immediate regret. You know, <laughs> that's another yeah. thing there that I wouldn't necessarily call those learning streams either. There's definitely been some times where um, way too much blood was flowing, uh, you know, in the nether regions. And you make some decisions and put yourself <laughs> in spots where, yeah. Um. As as soon as you sh- you shoot that rope, you wake up. You come to. Um. No. No. Uh. No pun there. And uh, yeah, you're immediately like, "Wow, regret all of this and wish that you could uh disappear in, in that moment." <laughs> like, a, like Homer Simpson into the bushes. Hit, hit the fucking Men in Black memory eraser <laughs> on that person <laughs> you're with. But yeah. Um. Plenty of yeah. Moments. That that's that's kind of where I where I'm at on those things.
1: So that's what kind of creates the whole story of life or your personal life man like everyone's life is kind of like a novel um each each story or chapter is like a different stage of your life and what are you writing now is most important what, what's going to be i guess the 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 climax of the whole story
0: absolutely um are we running out the uh the seg there or Are you got anything else to throw out
1: that's where I'm gonna wrap it up right now. That that wrapped up a good chunk.
0: Okay. Um. I won't. Uh, I won't bore everyone. I'm not gonna go through the whole entire moving process. Obviously, that because it's everyone's. I think moved at one point in time, uh, in some capacity. But, um, I've been telling everyone if this house that we're in now, if this fucking thing burns, blows over, gets hit by a fucking tornado, gets absolutely destroyed, I will fucking dig some kind of burrow for my family to live in um, before I move ever again because it's just, man, what a fucking shit process. And you've done, you knew yourself have done this uh, multiple times and it sounds like, you know, you'll have to do it yeah. at least once or twice more Probably. Um, in the future and I just couldn't even fathom doing that because just this one thing, um, this is a lot. Just because you realize how much shit you got and then you you got to have those decisions about whether or not you want to keep it. And then it's packing all this shit up, bringing it over here. I, I probably did, me and her probably did, you know, 20 fucking trips, you know, back and forth. Probably more than that. Moving stuff and, you know, a lot of the smaller stuff and getting it over here. And then you finally, are, you kind of breathe a sigh of relief when you finally do get it all over here. But it's, then it's like that fucking third step of well, fuck. Now we gotta unload every bit of fucking shit that we just loaded up, and then um, you get that going. So that that's kind of where. Plus, we we bought a lot of a newer shit. Um, but we did luck out in a couple of uh, avenues. Um, furniture. We we really got lucky. Every place that we went to store wise was telling us, um, eight to twelve week wait. One place was saying everything's um. On back order until December, so I was starting to get nervous about that. I mean, the shit that we're sitting on right now, down in the cave, um, this was stuff that was in our old living room. So you know, worst case scenario, um, this could have went in the living room. But I was like, fuck, man. I mean, I didn't really hear much about any kind of uh, shortages or or, or uh, back, you know, back orders and stuff in the furniture game. So I didn't even exp- I didn't even think about looking into getting furniture until it was time uh to get over here so uh, you know we were a little nervous there for a while but we found a really dope sectional um that uh was power because I, I want to power recline because it has the steel frames rather than you know the stationary shit that's got the wood frames that all them shits will fall apart especially with my big ass you know sitting on it you know every day putting on that pressure at least with these steel frames you know we're gonna we're gonna have some longer lasting stuff power reclining I think four. It's a six piece um, sectional, and I, th- I believe four out of the six seats will have the power recline um, and the USB. I think we have like four fucking USB ports on there. If you want to sit and fucking charge your phone right where you're sitting, rather than you know make kind of looking around and and trying to find a, a, a you know a, an outlet that might be fucking four feet away from you or whatever. So that's kind of nice. It's cup holders. And uh, just the fabric and shit—it's just very nice. Costco, man. I—I've been saying it so many times. I just this place is too good to be fucking true. I was walking in there the other day, and it looks like they do all kinds of shit with flooring and, and all kinds of different other housing fucking services and shit that I'm gonna probably look into as well because um, we bought that sectional. It got it arrived. Uh, it might have been, I don't know if they took it to some warehouse or if it was like the Perrysburg location, but it arrived there within a week. And then a week from then um, it got delivered to this house and it was free delivery, free setup. These guys showed up and uh, each piece was in its own box. These fucking humongous ass boxes. And these poor guys, cause we realized uh, they were too wide to come through our door. So these guys, this is their la they did. We were their fifth stop of the day. They had to open up each individual box and then take each piece in up the stair. I mean, because this is a bi- uh, bi-level house, so you got to go up the stairs um, to get right into the living room there and then set each piece up. And, uh, you know, we tipped them very well, but still that had to really be a pain in the ass, especially last stop of the day um, to, to kind of have to do all, you know, some extra shit. But, yeah, free setup, free delivery. Um, that was fucking awesome. And then... Uh, my mortgage company set us up with uh, this moving company and they're like call this Mullins moving company in Holland they'll give you f- they're gonna get four free hours um, just make sure sh- just so you know though it's gonna include drive time and stuff so uh, anything outside of those four hours you will have to pay and I was like I think seventy five eighty bucks an hour so nothing too wild um, but we wanted to make sure you know we'll get all our small stuff and then we'll let these guys handle um, furniture beds uh, TV stands tables you know the the real big shit and they came through got it done uh, didn't have to pay a dime which was awesome and um, I'm talking to these dudes because I don't fucking carry cash anymore I don't know if you do no. I don't carry cash because obviously everyone now that I know for the most part um, Venmo Apple Pay Cash App uh, I think there's even some shit like Twitter someone some shit about Facebook Pay um, what the fuck was the other one? Um, I think I got that too. Somewhere in here. Let me see. Yeah, Venmo. PayPal. That's one. That's another one. Like, it's just so much easier now, dude. You can, you know, you pay for, like I've paid Kyle Ben, which Kyle, if you listening, it's, you know, I need to get your fucking ass out here. All right. You keep telling me you're going to come through and uh, take care of your boy. I know you're a busy man, but. Quit, you know, giving me blue balls and get out here, man. We got we got some shit we gotta attend to. So if you hear this, get at your boy. But y'all yeah, pay for services like lawn care. Uh, we have another guy here, um, former guest Nick Snyder from Snyder Woodworking. He's been doing some stuff on our deck, couple of uh, repairs around the house. Like I I paid him. He wanted half up front, so that was Venmo. All that shit. These two fucking movers, which I, they're around my age, neither of them had any kind of fucking um cash app money app and uh none, none of that and Tori was out getting some shit um so i had to call her and, and i had her stop and run um she's getting ready to run to the the atm and these guys are finishing up we're at the new house are, they're finishing up and this screen door here it's not like your regular screen door where you'll have that if you want to keep it propped open you'll you'll take that tab and then pull it on, you know, on the uh, the pump there, and it keeps your door propped open when you're, you know, bringing anything groceries, whatever the right. fuck, moving shit right. in. Um, this one's like a, you have to press a button, um, press down kind of. It's like a little latch, and then it'll keep the shit in place. But to uh, to f- to to loosen it or whatever to to get it to retract, you have to open the door, you know, push the door open a little bit further beyond that, and then it kind of lets go the clasp and then shuts. But for whatever reason that day, uh, when you're doing that, it it just would not let go. And it just stayed, you know, um, stuck open. So they're getting ready. They just finished. And the one guy um, was talking to me because I was trying to set up a place where Tori could meet them. Because I felt bad because, you know, they, they still busted their ass. We got all this shit done in four hours where I didn't have to pay anything for moving. So I want to make sure they got something. He comes in. He's like, hey, man, I'm I'm having trouble with your screen door. And I knew I knew um, it was already being a bitch, so I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Just leave it open, and I'll take care of it. You know, here in a minute." And I was finishing, you know, getting some stuff moved around in there, and uh, they left. I didn't hear anything. Didn't hear any noises. No bang, booms, nothing. But um, about twenty minutes later, I'm on the phone with Tori because they gave me an address, and I'm telling her, "Hey, you know, stop at the ATM. Grab I don't you know however much money out of there, cash." Run it to them, and uh, you know they, they, they did a good job. And I open our main door, and I'm getting ready to head out to my truck. And I open it, and the fucking screen door is completely off the frame, <laughs> completely off the frame. And I like stopped, obviously stopped me in my fucking tracks. I was like in complete shock, and um, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. The only thing that was keeping it together was. Um, that, those, the pump, we had the pumps, the one that's on the very top of the screen door and on the bottom, they were still sc- obviously screwed in to the, uh, the middle of the frame. And those are the only things I was keeping that thing from being completely off, um, the house. So I had to, I had my guy, um, he met up with me about an hour later. Um, my boy, Tom, um, Tom Brockway, shout out. He, I used to work with him, uh, pour concrete. Came out and helped us, with a few, you know, for a couple hours. We went with some shit, and um, he checked it out, and he's basically like, "Yo, just we're, we're gonna have to get some some, you know, three four inch screws. We'll run to Menards, get some screws and shit. We'll screw this bitch back in. We're gonna have to get some new fucking pumps and shit because they're all bent out of shape. And that's what we did. It ended up being like, I don't know, like a forty dollar repair. We got it all good to go. Everything's straight on there. Um, I got uh, I got Nick. Nick Snyder coming hopefully uh, Sunday, maybe Monday. We'll see, depending on on uh, the weather, to uh, you know make sure everything's good on that. And there's a couple of things on the actual frame I want him to address as well, and uh, you know we'll be all right there. But uh, I called these fuckers twice, didn't get an answer. The second time I left a voicemail, and um, you know I wanted at this point I'm, I'm not I'm not really pursuing it heavily because it is forty dollars, but I want some fucking I want the because there's two guys, so I want either one of them to kind of you know take fucking responsibility and be like, yeah, you know, we did it. I'm sorry, and, and and this, that, and the third, and I never heard back from him. I even texted the uh, my my mortgage agent, and just kind of told her, hey, like you know, I appreciate you getting us set up with these guys for four or three hours. Like obviously that saved us three, four hundred dollars, but uh, I sent her the pictures of the, of the door from that day. And I was like, I wouldn't recommend these guys. To anybody ever again. Like, I, I just can't believe the, the shit that they did and then the fact that, you know, they kind of ducked out um, afterwards is annoying. And she said she would kind of reach out. And I told her, I was like, you know, if if they're, uh, you know, they're going to get snappy with you or something or try to debate this whole fucking thing, like, don't even worry about it. Like, I'm not worried about the money. I just want fucking responsibility taken. And she said she'd get back with me, never did. So I'm sure they get. They, uh, she either didn't get a hold of them or they gave her the runaround too. But um, that leads me to to the fuckos of the week. That's Mullins moving. They're out of Holland, uh, you know, in the Toledo area, and uh, obviously, you know, they do uh, a good job. I, you know, but um, if they fuck something up, they're not going to tell you about it, and they're just going to fucking leave. And then when you try to get them to, uh, you know, address the situation. You'll never hear back from them again. So they get fuckos of the week, and that'll roll through uh, the rest of the month. You know, uh, um, uh, they can hold on to that trophy and uh, that title um, through the end of the month. So that was a nice little uh, cherry on top of uh, this moving experience.
1: I feel like every moving experience has a fucking cherry, man. Uh, never mind with the old yeah, Bensky situation. Yeah. Uh, thank God I got the 100% back. And, uh, yeah, it just, It's just such a nightmare to move I'm not looking forward to it um, If we have to move again, Jen and I Kind of uh, kind of spoke about the Carolinas Around there On the east coast, haven't been all the way up there In the ocean um, Away from the hurricanes for the most part And if you do get a hurricane, it's usually just like Into a tropic storm at that point Once it gets up into your area But, uh, I mean, that's Years down the road uh, She just re-signed for four more years Out of active duty um, And we're thinking we'll probably be here for the next four years easily. So I'm uh, settled in, routined, and, uh, you know, just I mean, enjoying enjoying life. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, the weekdays are a blur. That vacation was much needed in Tennessee. Um, it took me like a day or two to kind of shake it back into reality of just like, man, I, I should be sleeping in right now, locking in at 5 a.m. or whatever. And, you know, it, it's... It's a good time I'm, I'm looking forward To planning our next trip And getting out And that that was something That uh, me and Jen Kind of spoke on too. We want to get out more And try to Now that we kind of Have family In a more reasonable proximity you have one of our parents Come down And spend the night Watch with the girls And you know Have a night to ourselves And go out And kind of explore Our new uh, residence Our area And things to do Because I mean we, we're noticing that we have a lot of shit that's right near us The BMV is right by us uh, we, we have a Frickers right by us man And people know me People know I love my Frickers And people know I love my chilies. Can't beat that 3 for 10 You already know And uh, yeah it's, it's it's a good time It's a good time to Get out Date For those people out there in relationships man Best word of advice some old couple gave me was just never stop dating that's probably one of the best words of advice You can give someone in a relationship Just don't stop dating Don't stop the honeymoon phase I mean like The honeymoon phase is gonna wear off I mean like That's that's a given It's natural I mean it's not It's nothing new That you've been together Now I say like five years plus Or three years plus Some people get into the honeymoon phase In a month So um, It took me and Jen A couple of years To get out of the honeymoon phase But you know You kind of fall into that routine And getting normalized Of being together And that's, that's where You know The grind starts happening You need to just Not stop dating Keep that uh, The kindle on the fire If you will Of the, all relationships Um But That's all, that's my little two cents there Uh Kind of like wrapping up that Tennessee talk there Just Glad everything worked out for you I'm Sitting here in the In the man cave And Um It's looking great man I'm happy for you and the family And Once you uh Kind of like Get settled in even more Kind of get into your new routine And Get to explore your Whereabouts around this new neighborhood Um Look, It looks great.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, too. Um, now that we're settled in, it's been a couple weeks. Um, it's way quieter here. We used to live right in front of a fucking... Right in front of a set of train tracks. You'd always hear the trains. You'd always hear... We'd had these neighbors that would let their kids fucking run around until 10, 11 o'clock at night. You don't get any of that here. There are a bunch of kids in here uh, on this block, which is cool. But, obviously, they're all inside um you know at nighttime like you're supposed to so it's just quieter and obviously even though we we didn't we didn't live in the worst of areas we did not and i will say this um that house that we used to live in i'll always remember it cuz that's where you know our, our family was started you know um yeah and uh, you know i'll never forget it and you know there was a lot of a lot of uh times where I'm like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here a lot. But um obviously yeah, that that's where it all started and it's just really nice um you know, to put in the work and make sure that uh we were able to get into a, a place like this now and um kind of just keep putting our own our own seasoning and flavor on it and uh, you know, set it up how we like it. And uh, you know it'll it'll be awesome to live here and and keep the family. Maybe who knows? Maybe it'll grow uh, Expand, a little yeah. bit uh, at some point. Who knows? Um, but uh, you know we, we, have, we have the we have the facilities now to to do that. And right now, boom! This is the one thing we're in right now. You know, I call it the cave. I, I've always wanted a man cave, and that's exactly what I got right here, man. It's just you know I got I got the the setup here, every fucking system you could think of couple of uh you know these are these are older couches but they're still in great shape and um you know these will these will be good for a while you know i got i got the uh the my own little mini studio behind me um that you know i'll be recording all the tsp episodes and um and then you know i got a bathroom down here you know fridge and freezers freezers this basement connects right into the garage so i basically got everything i need other than cooking elements but um yeah, it'll be nice, you know. If the kids want to watch all their blippies and fucking kitty bullshit, they can do that upstairs, and then Dad's coming down here just to relax, unwind, and uh, you know, it's just it's just great. That's just one thing I've always wanted. Didn't have it at the other house. Um, I got my own space, and it's just it's awesome, beautiful, just backyard, you know, area. Got a got an upper and lower deck that eventually I want to get some some deck furniture and obviously table, chairs to where, you know, I can and you know um either grill some shit up one day or even, you know, cook breakfast and then we'll just go eat outside on the deck, you know, when it's fucking sixty, you know, seventy degrees out in the morning. Real nice shit. We got it's it's shaded, it's nice. And um we also got... Cause our 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 house does face um a roadway there, but uh, there there's a field in between us and that in that road so even then you don't really hear even when you're outside you barely hear the cars whizzing by and shit so and um we have a set of uh, like four or five pine trees uh in the backyard too so we do have a nice bit of bit of privacy uh, on there you got to really kind of kind of move your head around and kind of look hard to, to to see the backyard and, and deck when you're driving uh, on that road and stuff so it's nice to kind of have some built-in um you know privacy there so I'm real, yeah. I'm in love with the place, and um, yeah, I'm ready to kind of just keep, keep kind of adding shit to it, and uh, you know, glad to uh, be a f- you know homeowner and and finally on the uh, on the tail end of uh, this whole process. Absolutely.
1: 100% man yeah, I'm excited for you Like We're still putting in work in our home And that's the thing man It's yours now So you can just put Whatever the fuck in your, Like your spices And seasonings um, That you said Like That's a good analogy There man Just putting your own Twist on it Like the painting Like you said Every fucking room You said Took two coats And that's the most <sighs> Fucking no. painful thing I remember doing The basement A couple months ago And uh, it was so discouraging Just I just did the whole Basement downstairs uh, One coat And then and once it dried You, you can kind of see That back coat Uh Starting to come in, come through, and you're seeing all that work that you did. You're gonna to have to do it all over again to get it matched as one color, um, and that's just so fucking devastating to do, especially knowing how much the fucking the shoulder kills, uh, going up and down with a roller. Um, but yeah, you had you had a whole team here. The halls were you're yep. busting it out. I had and, some uh, some
0: some buddies here too uh, on a Saturday. Um, shout out to my boy Griff, Mike, Foley. Uh, you know they came through one day and uh really put us in a good spot without them you know we we probably would have had a whole another day's work ahead of us they uh they did some shit in the kitchen where you gotta kind of paint around little things and we move stuff around to be able to you know like the fridge and shit and just there's just um smaller walls and stuff you gotta you know get real intricate with and they came through and did it but yeah, I think all in all we we were probably getting close to probably about thirty total hours of of, of painting, you know, when it's all said and done, obviously, yeah, my, my little brother and my mom, they were with me every step of the way. And, you know, my mom, she she also works, you know, 50 plus hours a week. So the fact that she was spending, um, you know, eight hours a day, Saturday and Sunday, helping me do this, uh, I was very appreciative of, you know. Oh, there's love. That, uh, that was very, very great because uh, without them, yeah, I mean, shit, I'd, I'd probably still have been painting for another week or two, so. Glad that's over. That was a real bitch. Uh, eventually, I'm gonna have to hit these ceilings because, as you can kind of see down here in the basement, um, my boy Dave let me uh, get a hold of his paint gun, and unfortunately, it got got a little squirrely there, and I got some some uh, some spots where uh, the cardboard. I don't know. I don't know how I really got past the little card because I was I would take a piece of cardboard and go around the edges here to get get the top trim. That's but a smart move, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, kind of got. Uh, Got past there and got kind of sprayed the stealing there, but I don't give a fuck at this point. That's yeah. fine. Um, we'll get that done. That's part of that's part of being a homeowner, man. Along the way, you know, I'll get that. I'm sure I have plenty of other shit to tell you. I mean, obviously, I already had to fuck with the screen door, um, and and all that. But guys, it's uh, it's great. And, and with all that, with uh, you know that said, um, we're back again, and and there won't be any more. Um delays, breaks, you know, for the next, I don't even know, man. I'd say at least two to three months. Uh, maybe even further along that, maybe we'll go, you know, into uh late summer, um, you know, August or something, who knows? I guess it just all depends. Um but uh very excited to be back. Um uh, very excited to be potting again. It's been awesome. Actually, today, like I said, this is our first ever in person recording. And now this is actually the first time me and Dylan have seen each other probably since I think twenty seventeen, like late twenty seventeen, which is pretty crazy. So, um, a lot of a lot of milestones uh, for this one, you know, Uh, all good, all good ones too. So, absolutely, yeah. Um, But Dylan, I mean, I don't know if you have anything else that you wanted to add or you know you wanted to put a cherry on, but uh, I think that about wraps it up for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's always those things that come across once we stop recording. And it's like, ah, I wish I talked about that, wish I talked about this. Just got to jot it down for the next episode um, on a piece of paper and the memos on the phone. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, we hit all the key points. There's some things about Tennessee I'm sure I missed as well. Um, there's some nights that were a little fuzzy. I mean, I, I remember it in the sense, but there's some stories that I'm sure... Uh, that are not being told i wish i could remember right now off the top of my head but it was a really good time man a lot of pictures were taken and uh i hope to have more experiences with uh vacationing with buddies or if it's just me and jen to get out just getting out and exploring and having that time to kind of like focus on yourself or uh, whatever you want to be focusing on trying to get away from reality for a little bit it's always good uh, and that's what I haven't done enough of, um, or even had the opportunity yeah. to do, yeah. past four four years. I'd say um, just being away from like that uh, support system, which is family and friends and such, uh, down in South. But it's glad to be back. Glad you're kind of settled in. Glad to be back on the podcast. Glad for things to be going forward with TSP. Um, Half baked takes—they're um, back up and running. Uh, go check them out. Uh, if you want to, like, I know how, people a bitch. People bitch all the time when we're talking about Browns, and because we're Browns fans, die are Browns fans, talk sports. People don't like that all the time, and that's okay. So if you want to get your sports takes, they give it to you in a half-baked way, um, and it's it's a great it's a great pod. Go give them give them a shout out and a listen um, if you want to get your sports fix there. Um, good things to come, man. Good things to come. Thank you to Anchor. For joining the TSP Nation and uh, becoming a sponsor of the podcast, Uh, thank you, listeners, for getting us to 11,000. We're just going to keep on going, keep pushing. TSP's back, baby, for season four to continue. We're going to catch you next week for 111 triple ones. Stay tuned. Have a wonderful week, friends. Cause all we do is fight, I'm oh, not a gentleman, nothing that you want, if I was your boyfriend, I nail you every night, I nail you every night, na-na-na, na if I was a douchebag, na nah na na if I was a douchebag.